Hey guys, welcome back to Reunion Room. Here we got Garrett Hoyle, our special guest, and Chase Snedden, the reoccurring attendee. Sir. Thanks for coming, guys. Happy to be here. Glad to be back. So, what's new in your guys' life? My life is boring. Like, I just I work full-time, just picking up kids' vomit at a junior high school, and I go to school full-time. So, it's, it's just like, being a college kid's tough. <laughs> Do you like? Garrett used to be a chef, but he's transitioned chef. to his new job at a school. Yeah, yeah. So... In, yeah, my teenage years, I was, like, the kitchen manager for this retirement home, so I don't want to say chef, because, like, it was applesauce, because old people don't have teeth, no, right? Chef. Chef. Chef, chef applesauce is chef good, bro. Dude, gourmet applesauce. Is like, <laughs> <Did you laughs> gourmet? Can. Homemade, nah. But, yeah, it's, so, like, that's kind of what I want to major in, is in the school, so I figure I'll get my foot in the door by, you know, start at the bottom, work my way up. So, no, today I'm picking up puke, tomorrow I'll be... Teaching math. <laughs> yeah, I want to think of something cool, but there's really not. <laughs> Do you want to be a principal? Like, what? What's your goal? Yeah. So, uh, I've always kind of figured I wanted to go into education. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of money in teaching, though. But so I, I think being in administration, being a principal, or even working in the district is really like like the path I'm on right now, and the path for me. Just because, like, you know, like selflessly, like, the answer I'm going to tell my girlfriend, like, people go on dates with is like, oh, I want to give back to the community, I want to be a good guy, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, but, you know, it's easy, like, you're not teaching them college-level stuff, you're yeah. teaching them, like, basic stuff, like, hey, don't, don't screw up, you know? If you had to have, from point A to being a janitor to point B, being principal, what class would you want to teach as a teacher, you know? Yeah, so right now, my major is English, English, but that's mostly because I suck at math, like, I would love to teach history, just because... You know, I love learning about that kind of stuff. I think history is the most, most interesting. In math, you're talking about, like, Y equals MX plus B. But in history, you're talking about World War One and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? stuff that's actually relevant. Yeah, stuff, yeah, like, stuff that's relevant, stuff that's epic compared to equations. and Very relevant right now. Yeah, World War Two, especially. No, no, nothing further about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chase, what are you up to? Mainly uh, just school. I know. Yeah. I signed up for all my classes for next semester, but I'm done with generals now. You're done? I'm actually doing, like, stuff I'm interested in, so I'm pretty hyped about that. So what is that, two years? In two years, you finished all your generals? Yeah. That's pretty so, good. Do you yeah, do so 15 credits each semester? Mm-hmm. Yeah, next semester I got 16, but I'm hyped because it's all stuff I'm interested in. And then I got a few, like, freelance graphic design things I'm working on right now for some clients, but... Not much, that's about it. That's good, dude, that's good. How much money do you make from, like, each gig for... Uh, it depends exactly, stuff? like, what I do and how long it takes. Yeah, like, for some of them, like, I charge, like, 50 plus if it's a lot more. Mm -hmm. Have they steadily it, gone like, up in Yeah, price? as, like, I've done more and more, I've just started charging more. Especially, like, some people... Like, this one account wanted me to do, like, a... Like a game day like template thing or like a final score template breaking news template. Yeah. And for each of them I think I charged like fifty. Wow. And they were like they took me like fifteen minutes. But he was like one to pay. So I mean I brought in like one fifty and maybe thirty minutes of work. Sure. Yeah. Hustler. I mean like Have you talked like... to anyone about contract work or being put on retainer or anything? Uh yeah. There's a few guys I like work for like pretty consistently. Like they hit me up like every like month or couple weeks to do stuff mm -hmm. for them. But yeah, and I'm looking for a couple like internships or like just graphic design jobs like to start the summer as I like get into like my major and which is digital marketing digital marketing. and then hopefully my plans to do my MBA mm. after so I've got like two or three years left of school wow so yeah going places you're going places I'm trying I'm trying my best 
So does um, doing all that school require therapy? <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually I'm chilling with it, so I'm good. I think we, we talked about this before we started, but I don't think any of us have ever consistently done therapy. Mm-hmm. I've gone twice, but that was about three to four years ago. I've never been once, so... I went in, like, eight, dude, I was a messed up eighth grade. Okay, so the very first day of eighth grade, okay, so context, like, three days before, my mom got this brand new puppy, and just in, in that, like, three-day period, she was like, oh, like, our family can't do this. So I left for school, first day of eighth grade, came back, and the dog was gone. And I was like, like, I was like eighth grade, like, pure hormonal Garrett, dude, I just lost it. I'm like, what the fuck Just distraught. Wait, so what, what happened distraught. to the dog? Uh, I think we just gave it away to some other family, but like we you bought think? it. I, I don't know what happened to it. They killed it in the backyard, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Michael, there's a massive Michael lump. Michael Vick, that thing. It's on the dog fighting circuit now, dude. <laughs> Has two belts, but yeah, I don't know. Just like, dude, I was a hormonal teenager. Like, I think having four sisters, dude. I just had so much estrogen and so much sadness yeah. in me, you know. But so I went to therapy for a little bit, just just because that I was, I was like the tipping point for me. And that's the point where I realized I like needed someone to talk to but you got chase out here just like i don't know like like for me as a teenager i'm not sure how i would have gone through those those years without therapy it's like what did you do to like keep yourself mentally okay or like do you feel like you're mentally okay i definitely wasn't mentally okay (laughs) (laughs) like i mean i don't think anyone really is like especially in like today's world like there's like so much going on do you think that people would assume that you were mentally okay though just like garrett did yeah, not like a lot of people did, I think. Yeah. I you, a lot what of about people, you, Garrett? Do you think that... What uh, do you think people thought about your mental state? Do, do you think people ever thought you went to therapy without... So, like, the best way I can explain it is, like, everyone has trials, right? And I feel like a lot of my trials were, like, very personal things. And, like, I feel like I give off a persona that I'm a super happy, like, like super go-lucky guy. I have a social battery. And once yeah. that runs out, I'm, like, lights out. Like, I don't want to talk for yeah. a couple hours, you know? And I think just in eighth grade, my battery was a lot lower. So, like, I'd come home from school and just be like, oh, man, my life sucks. But I only went to therapy for that year. And in ninth grade, I, like, started playing football. And I think just, like, having that time to, like, take my mind off school and, like, life and just play football, that yeah. that really helped a lot. Yeah. So, Mike Chase was talking about, you know, not going to therapy. I think that there's, like, alternate things you can do besides therapy. That's just what worked for me in eighth grade, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. For me, like... Seventh grade is like I like went to a new school because I went to Mountainville and then I went to Mount Ridge. I didn't know like no one because everyone like went to elementary school together and like everyone like had friends. Like seventh grade was pretty rough for me because like I didn't really have any friends. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hang out with anyone. But, like eighth grade, I started kind of like meeting like your guys' friend group. Like I met Chase and Davis mm-hmm. and then like Jack and Max and kind of like hung with you guys here and there to where like I finally started like having like friends. Yeah. I guess like. I guess, like, friends that, like, I'm still super close with today, mm-hmm. and, like, I just grew a ton, I felt like, that year, just, like, relationship-wise, and just, like, socially, yeah. to where, I don't know, eighth grade for me was kind of, I liked eighth grade, really? like, the Savage List came out then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so good, I feel like it's weird that we're all together, because, to be quite honest, I was kind of close with Garrett, like, it was more of a... It was more of like I was close with his friends, and slowly we combined. Same thing with Chase, but Chase, it's been more like the past year or two. Yeah, Gary, it was more like four years ago. That's what I felt with like all my friends, though. Like I like I wouldn't say I have any like best friends. I just have like a lot of super close bros, and those bros have super mm-hmm. close bros. You know. Yeah. So like 
quantity wise, I have so many friends, you know, and that's like a super, super awesome blessing, right? Mm -hmm. But like in terms of best friends, I like, I feel like everyone's my best friend and I love them all equally. Like I, I don't necessarily have like a tier list of like yeah, the yeah. people closest to. No, I think I, I kind of liked what you said. Like everyone has like their set of close bros. I feel like senior year, especially like with COVID and everything, I think all of us kind of realized like what we had mm -hmm. and stuff. Cause I feel like since high school, all of us, cause we all kind of had like our own little groups, but we all like did stuff together. Mm -hmm. I feel like those groups have kind of just like meshed over time. Yeah, like the sure. last, like post high school. For yeah. sure. Like it used to be like Carter had to be here for you to hang out with me yeah. or, or me and hang out with you, you know, and same thing with Jack or Max mm -hmm. or something. No, yeah, for sure. But it's been weird. Cause yeah. they've been, your our link is in um SU yeah I know ours yeah. is and then, State yeah ours is on a mission yeah, yeah. So, but it's been weird because we've had time to grow up our relationships without like the yeah link I guess no it's kind of cool because like when you're on a mission like they'd like say like talk about you and like can't like wait for everyone to get home to like I felt like when you got home like I knew you with like hanging out with you I think maybe once before yeah. you left like when like I think at Porter's birthday party. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I think that's, like, the only time I've ever, like, interacted with you. But then, like, when you got home, I feel like I, like, knew you. Yeah. Like, I saw you at AFREC one time. I was like, oh, shoot, it's it's rad, you know? Dude, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. It's, like, crazy, like, how how crucial, like, networking is. Like, if I didn't play football, I like, I, I'm not sure where I would be because football is where I met Carter and Aiden, and Carter knew all you guys. Yeah. And I feel like... You know, like, there's definitely, like, like different nucleuses, or nu nuclei, mm -hmm. of, our, of our friend group, who are kind of just, like... The powerhouse of the cell. Yes. <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, Mitochondrians. like... Mitochondrians. No, dude, I'm, I'm definitely the mitochondria of the friend group. <laughs> yeah, you are the battery. You're the powerhouse, dude. I'm, I'm the powerhouse, dude. Hell yeah. Here's a cell wall, Chase. How would you guys define a best friend? Because mm -hmm. Gary brought up the fact that he doesn't really feel like he has a singular, but how do... I mean, in uh, your group, Garrett. Yeah, well, like, like that makes me sound like I need therapy. It's like I have tons of bros. So no, like, no, oh, I no, definitely no, have no, a solid I... friends. So like, like. But where do you draw the line with like acquaintances yeah, to your best friends? You know, terms, for sure. And like, I think when I was using the term best friend in the context I just used, I was thinking like girl best friends who you just hang out with every single day. You know, they do everything together. They freaking sit down and do their taxes together. Like, super <laughs> that's <laughs> <specific>. <laughs> dumb stuff like that. You know, <laughs> but like. But, like, for me, like, how I was raised is, like, a best friend is someone... Dude, I'm, I'm going to get, like, philosophical right now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Here we go. A All best right. friend is someone who, like, wants to make you better. Yeah. And, like, won't put up with, like, any of, like, your yeah. bad stuff, you know? And I feel like... I feel like... You know what? Sorry to cut you off, but I feel like some people use that reverse. Like, they don't, they don't want someone who talks shit to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Who doesn't want them to improve. They want someone who accepts them for who they are, and that's yeah. all that. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Which, there's a like fine line between both, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's like almost like a combination of both, and it kind of ties back to like therapy. Like, to me, like a best friend, that's like kind of feel like why I've never really gone is because like the people who are closest to me, mm -hmm. like I feel like I can just talk to them about stuff, you know, like whatever, like any problem I have going on, mm -hmm. you know, and then like they'll like talk me through it or like give me advice here and there. Yeah. But, like at the same time, like... I feel like you also need to have people you can, like, talk crap to, because mm -hmm. then they can also, like, build you up. For sure. Like, our friend group, we talk so much, like, crap <laughs> on each other, right? It's been like, weird. We, like, that's, like, half of our, like, hangouts, we just make fun of each other, but yeah. I feel like it helps us, like, 
build each other up almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the like, subtle jabs, like... Yeah, it's like, are... it keeps all of us humble, and, like, I feel like it makes us, like, want to, like, keep getting better. Yeah, like, there's a little bit of truth in all sarcasm, yeah. so if someone insults you, maybe there's, like, 5% truth to that, like, no, yeah. 5% you can improve, you know what but I mean? Like, at the same time, like, a best friend also, like, wants to see you, like, succeed in every sure. aspect, where I feel like it's, like, a combination of, like... Like talking heat and also like building up, you know. Yeah. It has to be like like a guy thing though, because my younger sister, she's in high school right now, and her friends are just like super super toxic, and they like talk crap behind their back, stuff like that. And yeah. I feel like our friend group hasn't had you know drama. So I feel like yeah, we true. haven't. If we want to talk crap about that person, we do it in an open dialogue That's instead true. of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll call them out. <laughs> Yeah, like in front just, of everyone. Well, yeah, it's like we're in a group setting. You just get called out. In yeah, front of, <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of like finding out Behold. that there was gossip about or we you. just like make fun of them like in Quiplash or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But like none of us like get stay mad about it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's like beef here and there or whatever. But like, I don't feel like we've all genuinely held a grudge against one another. That's the best form of therapy. Just getting called out over Quiplash, especially yeah. if it's like. Something that no one else knows about. Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> true. So here's here's a question: How does your relationship with someone change once you find out they're going to therapy? For me, I feel like like it's almost like I still haven't gotten past the stigma a little bit of like, oh, you're going to therapy, you must be suicidal. No, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, shoot, yeah. you know, because to me, I'd almost rather my friends say he's going through a hard time than say I'm going to therapy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I feel like it'll be like a sudden change in the way yeah. I treat him, you know? Oh, like, I feel like, jarring. I feel like therapy now is such a common thing people do. Yeah. Like, for me, at first, it was like that. It's like, oh, well, like, you must, like, need a lot of help. Like, I need, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, like, are you okay? Like, yeah. do you need me to be there for you? Like, at first, I was kind of like that, but now, it's kind of just like, I don't really think anything about it. It's like, oh, they're, like, just trying to improve themselves. Sure. Like, get the best, get back to where they need to be to, like, feel the best about themselves. Yeah. And for me, also, it's like, I don't really ask any, like, questions or anything like that because it's personal. For like, sure. if they feel like they're comfortable opening up to me, then that's great. If not, it's like, keep that, like, between you and your therapist, you know? Yeah. To where, for me, it's like, if someone tells me that, it's like, oh, that's, like, awesome, you're doing that. I don't really think much about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, for me, it depends on a couple things, just, like, how open they are about their mental health. We have a couple of friends who are pretty open about, like, things that they've struggled with, and we've acknowledged it. And I, and I wouldn't say that we treat them any different. Yeah. But if someone, like, like is trying to, like, like cover it up or, like, like I don't know, like, like they don't want it to be known, like, that's all right, too. But then, like, that's on them if we, like, start jabbing them too much or, you know, stuff yeah, like that. that's true. And, again, it goes back to where I, I just think, like, like, boys have a different men, mentality. Like, yeah. Especially us. Like, I, like, everyone's going through their own specific battle right now. Like, everyone's definitely going through stuff that no one else knows about. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would feel comfortable telling you all, you know, like, some of my darkest secrets just because, like, like, you would, like, I'm going back to, like, that best friend's, like, like you guys would want what's best for me. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, not on drugs, but if I said, hey, guys, I'm hooked on meth, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, like yeah, get off, yeah. you know? <laughs> I feel like, I, I feel like our friend group, like, when we need to be serious, I think we all kind of know, just, like... Like, even in the group chat, like, we say, okay, like, someone's, like, telling us, like, yeah, it's pretty serious, guys. Like, I just want to let you guys know what's going on. And I feel like we all kind of, like, respect it, you know? Like, yeah, like, we know when to draw the line. Yeah, we know what and, like, what to and, like, what not to make fun of. I don't know, I feel like certain friends, if they say they're having a rough time, you can still joke with them about it. But yeah. others, 
others we've learned like you no, can't yeah no, you know what I mean for sure so it's different with every person not not just a generic I think that's a form of thing. therapy too because like a long 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 time ago when like our friend Luke was going through some stuff and he's like yo guys my depression essay is dropping tonight <laughs> we're like what are you doing dude but like that's how he chose to cope and I feel like how we all responded like like it was really impressive to me kind of being a newcomer to the friend group yeah. of how like you know we went from talking about Star Wars and you know superheroes stuff like that until board being like yo Luke like thank you for sharing that with me thank you for sharing your struggles with us yeah and like we're like we're still able to like joke around with him but like we still love him like like just the same because he's, yeah. like, he's like open with us yeah I'm not sure if he feels to cut that and I'm not sure if uh, he wants his so. depression essay dropped no. <laughs> link in the bio to his depression essay <laughs> yeah we'll drop the reddit we have all of them from the friend group everyone's <laughs> depression essay I'm a I've been keeping the library. So. <laughs> it's actually like 13 volumes deep now. That's crazy. Correct, yeah. Why do you guys think that the dad fashion trend is like so popular right now? What do you mean like pull up a picture? So like, I don't okay, know exactly okay. what you're talking about. Because I feel like some things people consider it and some people don't. Like for instance, wearing, um, wearing like baggy pants with New Balances. Like, um, you know, like, or I'm trying to think of what else. It t- it used to be a vintage style, but now it's almost like I just want to dress like how my dad did. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like style now is like it's so. I feel like middle school and stuff was like very select. It's like it was this and this and this, but yeah. now I feel like it's such a wide range of everything. I don't know. It's probably because I'm in college now and people just don't care. That's true. But I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the like super baggy jeans and New Balances that looked like they've been through. Both world wars and like <laughs> Vietnam and like two like they got PTSD uh, like two Iron Man races yeah like it's like all right but you do you I think fashion goes on like a cycle so like yeah. we look back to where we were in junior high you know pagan jeans yeah which confession I never learned how to pig pants and I still can't do it <laughs> <laughs> but like that was kind of like you know like 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 fifties you got the like undercuts going on like the Macklemore haircuts you know like something I don't know that's not it almost looks trendy now. Like, it's hard to even draw the line. For but. sure. So I think now we're kind of like, that was the 50s now. We're going into like 70s, 80s, you know, kind of baggy stuff like that. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised as if in 10 years we get to the 90s with super funky designs. I think we're already starting to see that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can't really talk. I wear like baggy cargos every day. Yeah. So. Well, I, sometimes I wear like bad clothes, but I think it's interesting because in the past 15 years, like people can go into their own subgenres and, and they have constant content, you know, because yeah. of the internet. So. It's if you're true. interested in, to, in any sort of subgenre of fashion, then you're constantly getting new updates, yeah, <laughs> new true. maps dropping. You know? Yeah, no, it's true. It's I true. think dad fashion is just like for everything, though. Like, you yeah. can go straight from mowing the lawn to barbecuing to. And you'll wear the same pair of like new balances for all of them. Well, would you rather someone will show up in like a really. Like they're wearing like a Nike jacket with Nike joggers. To show up to like an event, or would you rather interact with someone who's wearing a dad outfit? Like, who do you think's more approachable? You know what I mean? Because I, because I tend to look at people who wear the dad clothes as like, damn, they're pulling that off, and they're probably chill. Yeah, that's true. Can you pull up a picture of Riley's off white belt for? for <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna look up off white. Because this is a bit of like friend group stuff, and but like. 
everyone in the frame we wanted to take off Riley's belt and put it around his neck, dude. We all made so much fun Have of you that. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it all Trust well, me. Like, I think he made sure to include it in like I, one of his pictures. I think he actually took it on his mission. mission. Yeah, <laughs> of course he did. Bro. But like, like when you're trying to make a fashion statement, that's like, like, like for me, you're like trying to make yourself stand out. Yeah, like, like too stand much. Out. I, I feel like that's kind of like what a lot of people are doing now, almost. No, sh- now I'm not like no shade or anything. But like the <laughs> girls who wear like the old grandma shoes, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like like I, I know what you're know saying. Yeah, how to, like the leather like sandals. Like the slippers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I no, they're just not attractive to me, honestly. Like <laughs> it's just not at all. Or like they dress like a boy. I that's something I'm just like. Whatever. So so um, maybe instead of like girls who do like the dad trend, I'm just like. Really? Yeah. So give them some me. constructive criticism. Like, tell them what to wear. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say anything, like, too harsh here. Hey, well, but... it's like, I mean, you're already criticizing them, but you're it's not true. You're not offering a, out. So, so a solution? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. What What yeah. is an attractive girl fashion-wise to you? Honestly, I don't know. This might be, like, a hot take, but, like... Girls who just wear, like, sweats and, like, a baggy t-shirt, like, and they pull it off. Like, most of them do. Really? I don't know. That's, like, I like that. It's, like, chill. How do I, I don't, I don't even know how I would describe Kenzie's style. She wears more gym clothes, I think. Yeah. A little bit. I think, for me, personally, gym clothes and, like, I guess, street wear. Yeah. Like street fashion, you know? Mm-hmm. Is more attractive. Yeah, but I think I mean, so, too. The girls who do wear, like, like the grandma shoes and stuff, you guys pull it off, I'll be honest. Like, it fits, like, their persona and stuff. Just to me, it's not. Which, that you don't like their persona either, huh? No, no, no. I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I think that's, that's, more, that's more important fashion-wise, is you have to match your vibe. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, like, like I couldn't pull off the stuff that our friend Riley wears, where it's like super fashion-forward, trend-setting stuff. Like, I, I feel like I am basically a 45-year-old man in a... 20 year old body where I, yeah. I, I kind of love that dad fashion where like well that might be attractive to a lot of people you know because that means exactly. you're confident exactly you know and I, I think that there, it's like two different kinds of confidence and like you can't like bag on, on like anyone because fashion is subjective to everyone yeah that's true but like for me just like taking the time to plan out like outfits and like I, I didn't even do my hair today just cause like I don't know it looks good man thank you man of course yeah, but but, like, I feel like I need to place my confidence in just, like, you know, like, having a good time, just vibe and stuff like that. And I can do that if I, I don't know, like, wearing dad clothes, like, from a, from a, a, a like, psychological stance makes me feel, like, more in control of, like, the situation, just, like, more confident. Versus some people, they, like, need to wear super trendy, fashion-forward stuff to feel confident, you know? So, it, it's just being able to match your vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like what you said, like, just have it match who you are, and also, like, wear what makes you confident, you know? So, like, I mean, obviously I was hating, but, like, if that's what they feel most confident, that's all that matters. Like, if that's what makes you feel good about yourself, then that's great. Good. Because, Except for those girls obviously more... it doesn't make you feel good, huh? Yeah, no, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Except for those girls with the big old hats, dude, I, they, no. What about, what about when girls go and do photo shoots with, like, cowboy hat, like, not even a cowboy hat. What would you even describe it? Those, yeah, those, those big old hats. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, they go up the canyon and they and they the, like they buy a hat and they only use the hat for pictures. And they never wear it again. Is it like the, like the super like wide brim hat? Yeah, it's I almost like, like really it's like a mix between a beach hat and like a cowboy hat. Okay, okay, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to pull up that one bounty hunter from Star Wars. Cad Bane. <laughs> it's it's the Cad Bane look. Uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane at Tibble Fork, guys. New sighting. Everyone pull up. 
I you prefer know. I prefer the Mando the the Bad Batch version. That's my favorite cat. Oh, okay. That like 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 the big hats kind of taking photo shoots up there. I kind of classify that into like the basic Utah girl vibe. Yeah. I hate that. Hate it ten times over. And not even for so fashion wise. Like probably ninety five percent of girls within like a fifty mile radius of this apartment. So like in Utah, a big thing is like swig so delicious. Like I can feel my blood pressure raise when I walk in. Just because <laughs> it makes me so frustrated. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Uh, just barely, I saw this. Like it's like this college sports account, and they were posting like the best bar. Like every college, and for BYU they had swig, and I just <laughs> lost oh it. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. Dude. <laughs> like, I, I love when people talking about like how Utah Jazz has the toughest arena and like we talk the most smack because no one's drinking in there, dude. So you know it's so, so. A lot of the people in the Utah Jazz um, stadium aren't drunk, but they're. How do I explain this? If they were drunk, they'd they'd be even crazier. Probably. What's yeah? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the quarterback who just transferred to BYU, Keaton Slovis, he played at USC when he was here. And he commented that he's like, they, you'd walk in, they're just yelling, freak you, dude, or like, you suck. Oh, and they're like, he's like, 99% of them are sober, unless they like drink before they went into the stadium and they still like hate you. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's where, I mean, shout out to the Jazz and like BYU fans because you guys are passionate. I love how BYU gets that persona though. Because like, there's that video of like, I think it's like Tyler Hawes or, you know, that guy who gets shoved over on ESPN. He's like, shut the F up. But he doesn't oh, say that for you. Yeah. He literally just yeah. says, shut the F up. Oh my Funniest God. video of all time, you know? Do you think he got reprimanded a little bit for that? Dude, BYU honor code's like, dude, you need to pick a different letter. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, maybe next, I Next I time, know. yell it in Morse code. Oh, oh my God. Like, BYU honor code definitely has to be selective, though, because, like, no matter, like, like what you claim to be, like, like they're just college kids, you know? And, like, they're going to yeah, make mistakes by, by the church's standards, and they're going to go out and have fun by the world's standards, you know? So, like... It's like definitely selective for sure. BYU is a peculiar place for a campus. I feel like so Bud Light um, has lost five. Bud Light's mother company, um, Anheuser Busch. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Bud Light's mother company, Anheuser Busch, has lost. I want to say, I read somewhere five billion dollars. Oh my gosh! Over um, sponsoring. Um, a transgender influencer, Dylan Mulvaney. I've never. I've seen like TikToks person. of this. Have you seen the TikTok of of Kid Rock with the machine gun just shooting like a twenty four pack of Bud Light? No. Oh yeah. It's so fucking yes. funny. Which is, <laughs> which is so bizarre to me because like, let's say you don't agree or you refuse to buy Bud Light again, but why are you buying Bud Light to only go shoot it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kid Rock definitely has, like, a year supply at least. You think so? Tucked away, dude. No, I saw this one, though. It was, like, you know, like, the things where they, like, they cover the drink, but they have the straws poking out? Yeah. He had, like, four different beers, and he drank all of them and, like, guessed them, but then when he had the Bud Light, he, like, started talking, like, all zesty, and he's like, oh, oh, oh this is definitely Bud Light. <laughs> all zesty. Like yeah, it's, it's like a zest fest as soon as he drank it, and then he's like back to normal. <laughs> without, without offering any opinion, it is it is crazy to me that in 2023, being stocked bombed, basically, you know, over decisions like sponsoring a transgender. Like, Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I feel like that's, it's like, I don't know. Because most of them obviously like drank it before. Or like yeah. supported it, and as soon as that happened, they're like, "No, I hate this drink now." I just feel I like find it interesting. It's like you've loved it up until now. It's like because they like sponsored a transgender does not change one yeah. ounce of that beer. One hundred percent. And I think that Nike also sponsored Dylan Mulvaney. 
the whole stock bombing thing is interesting to me because like the one previous to this, I feel like it was Disney and like like my my boss is very very conservative and he canceled his Disney Plus subscription because I have a, a video with with a trans like starring someone who's, who's transgender, you know. Mm-hmm. For stuff like that, like the companies have to be aware of their audiences. Like, who are the people who's drinking Bud Light? Yeah, it's not college kids who are going to be more progressive. It's going to be like like blue collar workers. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing is you could ar- you could argue that these companies want to be progressive, right? Which is like, hey, great, good for you, you know. But mm-hmm. but, the same but it always it always follows the money. That's the thing. Oh yeah. Right? So if if they get insane backlash, it's it's almost worse than ever supporting anything you know what i mean but at the same time if like they don't support it like all these other companies do they're like oh this one doesn't support like trans you know and then yeah. they'll get backlash for that why like, do you think why? i feel like no matter like what companies do today like they'll get in trouble. people will like get mad yeah. over it. like why do you think companies have to take a stance in ethical issues like that because that seems to me not very fair to the company where like where like they're asking them to draw the line somewhere it's like why are you basing your like allegiances off what a, a beer company thinks like, yeah. like they, they don't care about you, you know? yeah yeah it's true that's true I don't know but like I feel like there's other like alcoholic beverages that like that that ad campaign could have worked like maybe not with Bud Light but like Mike's Hard Lemonade I feel like that would have taken off you know like, <laughs> <laughs> granted I, I've never ever tried alcohol but like why Mike's Hard Lemonade what about him over Bud Light yeah so, like, again, from someone who's never, ever drinking alcohol, if you're going to drink Mark's Hard Lemonade, pick a side, you know, like, like, like you're drinking something with, like, .01, like, alcohol content. Yeah, like, that's fair. Go back to your Sprite or, like, drink alcohol. <laughs> that's true, that's know? true. <laughs> it's like, I you're just doing that. it to be cool, you know? Yeah, that's true, that's true. I don't even, I've tasted Mike's Hard Lemonade, it's, I don't even like it. Like, there's no good flavor whatsoever. Does the alcohol, like, like, like overpower the lemonade? <sighs> Like, does alcohol have a taste, or is it just, like, that burning feeling? No, it definitely has a taste. Um, it tastes... How do I explain it? It's it's hard to explain, but I feel like the best way to explain it is it tastes like shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you can try and hide it, but, but you have to hide it now for a full bottle instead of just taking a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have sense. to sit there and sip on something that's being hidden instead of just getting it over with. It's like ripping the band-aid off. Yeah. If you're trying to get drunk, like take a shot instead of mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah, that's true yeah that's what always like intrigued me about stuff like that because you like like hear about people and see people drinking like an entire case of beer a day you yeah. know and like like that just seems like a lot compared to taking four or five shots like is it cheaper than buying alcohol like is alcohol just crazy, crazy well yeah that's, and that's another thing is you got to think about the fact that not only is it equivalent to whatever amount of shots, right, but it also includes, like, liquids there to cover the taste. To yeah, yeah that's, to, true. So, that's true. To salute, yeah. you know, to um, dilute it, mm-hmm. almost. And, true. Which is kind of even grosser, because you have to process all this, all these chemicals yeah. on top of poison, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just drink the poison, why do you gotta, yeah. why do you gotta, just admit, in yeah. my opinion. And, like, you know, that, that also falls under smoking, where, like, Every single smoker will say that, like, cigarettes taste bad, but, like, they do it for that nicotine. And I think that that's what makes vaping so dangerous. Yeah. Is, like, vaping, you get, you get There's no, so. yeah, yeah, there's no, like, there's no negative side effects, like, sensory-wise. Exactly. Yeah, because it's, like, tastes good, but, yeah, it's, like, still just as much as, like, a pack of cigarettes. 100% that yeah. little thing. Dude, in high school, <laughs> someone hotboxed the locker room with, like, raspberry vape. It smells so good, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. It, like, covered up <laughs> completely. That's true. No, I just put a sock again one time, and this dude on the sideline was puffing some clouds. It was, like, vanilla or something. I was like, holy crap, that smells mm. good, dude. Yeah, dude. I think the reason why I hate it so much is working in a junior high, 
Like I've only been there since December, and I've caught like four kids vaping in bathrooms already. And like, so what do you do? Junior high kids. If you catch them, yeah, give us a rundown. Let's say you catch me vaping. What do you? Think? Are you are so you following? Are you like, yelling at me or what? It depends on like where it's at. So as there crime like to procedures? Vape, do you do yeah. you know what to do if you find? Okay, yeah. So on school property, it's a crime. So I'll like bring them down to the office and they'll talk to the school like uh, uh, the school resource officer. If it's outside, then like I'll usually just like take it away or something like that. Uh, and where do you like put it? He goes and hits it. Yeah, dude. Give me that kid. Show you a little fat He's got a whole no. stash in his car. Dude, so like three weeks ago, there was this kid who was selling dabs with like THC or something. Okay. And like we had this massive student At the operation. junior high. At the junior high, dude. Oh, at the junior bro. high. Dude, that's crazy. So the school so the school resource officer and like three of the principals were running this sting operation like for three days. Yeah. Like trying to catch this kid selling it in the bathrooms. And so they had a tip, but they didn't have any proof or something. Yeah. So for three days they were like following him around. He was going into the bathrooms like once every class period or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just the day contract janitor. They don't tell me anything, but I, I like still have a radio in case they like need to call me to come clean something up. Right. Yeah. So I'm hearing all this chatter about this kid after the podcast. Well, I like, call him Jake and they're like, Jake's going to the lunch and blah, 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 blah. So I like see this kid walk in and I'm like, okay, they want him down at the office. So I'm like, Hey, hey yo, Jake, come here. And I bring him down to the office, dude, and the school resource and the school resource officer is like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, you called him down." He's like, "So he like didn't do anything wrong, so they so they like send the kid away." And he's like, "Dude, you just ruined like a three day sting operation." <laughs> I was like, "Why the hell is a junior high running the sting operation on a fourteen year old?" So I'm like, "It's just like tell his parents." Like, the, like two, yeah. the two front office ladies are trying to like catch this kid. <laughs> Maybe, but you would think that bringing him down to the front office would have like like scared him enough to be like, "Oh, like like." Like, they're on to me, dude. But he got caught the next day, and I think he's facing a felony. Dude, like, wow. Like, as a kid, dude. It's just, yeah. like, middle school, school, too. Kids dude. are idiots these days. Yeah. Middle school. I remember, like, middle school kids were, like, they'd bring, like, the, like, box of, like, Doritos from Costco, like, all the mini bags. Yeah. And, like, stock their locker with them, and, like, they'd sell it, like, during lunch or something really? like that. Like, dude, I have But now high. kids are, like, just... Some I feel drugs. like I feel like when we were in junior high, it was just like bottle flipping. That's yeah, all. no, for real. That's it. Like I don't think we had that like, was what was cool. Like I don't think we had, like associated with that crowd either. Yeah, but like I don't we, remember ever hearing anything. Yeah, crazy that's fair. about that's fair. I'm trying to think, dude. In junior high, there was this one kid, Jeremy. He'd sell like baguettes of bread. <laughs> dude, it, it was crazy for like a dollar, and then for fifty more cents, you get like a little like like little cup of Nutella spread on the dude. Bruh. So for like a month, I just had bread for lunch <laughs> every single <laughs> day, dude. <laughs> Craziest thing I heard, what was it? Oh, some kid got caught like beating off under the table. Respect, man. Man, it's junior high, dude, you can't control those emotions, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, like, where we can't blame him, bro. You know, can't blame him for his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> save for save for your bedroom. I mean, it was already forgiven, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's already... <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Oh my god, I'm lost. I'm dead. Like oh, even man. like in high school, like we never ran with that crowd who did super super crazy stuff. Like, yeah. like detectives told the school resource the school resource officer for AF he had an entire drawer full of vapes. But like, I like knew of one or two kids that vaped, and I only saw it like on their Snapchat stories. Like, yeah. like I never hung out with anyone who vaped or did drugs, but like around me. Yeah, like least, you know, during like, lunch, at, like high school, I'd never walk down the halls or go to the bathroom. That's just like. That was, that was too sketchy. Like, just think, Are you kidding? Like, you scared of the, the bathroom? Dude, some things I'd see, like, during lunch, if, like, I had to go talk to the teacher, just, like, in the little inlets, you know, like, where classrooms are, I was just like, what the frick, bro? It's like, 
It's high school, dog. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Lone Peak is the streets of Compton, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh for real. Yeah. That's crazy. But, like, that was a really, really big thing is, like, say no to drugs. You're going to be offered drugs. And, then, and that might just be, like, the Utah County culture we're in. And, like, I'm, I'm not the biggest college party type, but, like, I've never been offered drugs. Like, I've never been offered alcohol. I remember hearing uh, one of our friends went to the new bathroom in AF and got down with a girl. Do you ever remember hearing that? I mean... It was like one of the... Like, you have to walk out of your way to get to that bathroom. It wasn't close to... It was just like yeah. a brand new bathroom. Yeah, the one. I mean, yeah. like... Do you remember hearing that? Do you ever remember not, that? Not, not all of our friends specifically. Like, well, so, not like, yeah, someone, like an someone, associate of our friends. An associate of our friends, maybe. You'll have to tell me the name after. But, like, <laughs> like, definitely, like, people were making out in their cars before school. People were, like... It'd be like... I a, feel like... People were doing... The ones I wouldn't get is, is like, during lunch or whatever, like, before school or after school. The ones that just, like, just go at it, like, in the commons or something. It's like... Dude, it's... Like, did that not happen at AF? It's either really? they make out or they beat off under their desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have very many options. And honestly, Lone Peak was way different. Like, <laughs> like, like, I, like, I remember I had, like... Um, they had everything, had, like, but they had nothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember I freaking, like... I had, like, a road in the morning, and so, like, I just, like, ended up at school a little early, right? It's, like, 30 minutes early, and I, like, I'm just, like, chilling in the commons, because I'm, like, I'm not going to go sit in a class with my teacher yet. Yeah. And I just, like, look to the left, and these this couple's just going at it. Wow. It was, like, on top of each other making out. I was, like, it's, like, 7 a.m. It's, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, like, in front of everyone here. Were the email? Probably, honestly. He still must so. have had some morning one left over, you know? Like it's true. <laughs> woke up fifteen minutes before. Yeah, still has one in the chamber. But it's like, true. Like, 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 I was thinking AF two of like the band hall and marching band kids are just a, a, dude. A, I remember hearing three. stuff about band kids having orgies, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I'm not. Like, think about it. Like, like, it's like the only co-ed group that literally hangs out like for five hours together. That's true. Like, yeah. Every single day. Like, think of how fruity the like football team was, dude. Like. And your options, not same energy with I mean, girls. your <laughs> options are limited on marching band, you know? Like, it's true. If there's three hot guys and three hot girls, that's all yeah. year round, man. Dude, you know? and you know that girl has good neck strength because she's blown on that third head all day. Oh, day. <laughs> so, what, that kid, you know... He's pulling on the piccolo. Yeah, pulling, the piccolo. pulling on the rabbit. Um, was, he at, was he at Lone Peak? Nah, this was at Mountain Ridge. This was bro. at Mountain Ridge. Well, dude, like, it just really shows you that some people do it for the thrill, you know, because he had everything. <laughs> he just had that adrenaline. He could have done, it. He could have done it at his mansion at home, but he was like, nah. I'm going to show everyone who's boss, you know? <laughs> he had to do it at school. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it at school, you know? Oh, my word. Some, for some people, it's about the thrill. Let's just put it that way. I wonder if he was trying to, like, impress a girl by it. I could see that. I could see that. Like, 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 I don't feel like girls find guys, like, guys don't have as much sex appeal as, like, girls do. That makes sense, right? I think so, yeah. I get what you're saying. I think to the right female, it would be a flex. That's for sure. The marching band girls. So the 1% females. <laughs> like, yo, this kid... Beat it off under the table in eighth grade. <laughs> Straight up, she's like, "Am I gonna do to me in private?" For it's sure. Like, <laughs> it's like, yep. Here's a here's a question for you. Yep. Um, when we were in high school, our friends would do absurd things in the bathrooms. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Like pee in the drain and stuff like that. Right? Like I don't know, is that illegal? <laughs> you never had sex in the bathroom. Well, no, 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 no. But like, is that illegal? I don't even know. Is that illegal? I to mean, pee like, in the drain. Like I mean, in the bathroom. It all ends up in the same way, like. 
If I walk in, some kid's got his pants around his ankles, like, peeing in the scene. I mean, like, where do you draw the line between missing, well, you know, like, a little bit of stream gets... I think it makes a mess. Like... I mean, you, but, like, where do you draw the line, though? You know what I mean? Like... Where does the gan- the janitor Garrett draw Yeah, where, where, where are you, like, okay, we need to find this kid, whoever, you know what if I mean? If it makes a mess. So, like, peeing down the sink won't make a mess, but if someone poops in the sink and I walk in, there's <laughs> a freaking snake just sitting yeah, there in the sink, dude, I'll be like, what's I going remember, on? I remember um, in private school at American Heritage, I had this friend who, we were in art class. Oh, boy. And it was, like, ten days left of school, right? And... He grabs the scissors and he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna go put, I'm gonna go cut all my pubes in the urinal right now." Bro, what? <laughs> and he walked out, came back, dude. Like he's like, "I just did it, bro." And I was like, "Dude, I didn't even want to walk. Like, I couldn't go confirm for myself because I didn't want to be in the bathroom when a teacher walks in and sees. You know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm walking out and a teacher walks in and blames me. But I was like, dude, I thought it was the funniest thing." I probably paid him like ten bucks for that, but can you imagine being the? You, you paid him to do it, yeah, dude. I, I mean, like, what would you do if you walked in? And, and I'm talking like teenage, you know, like pubes. Like they haven't cut it ever, probably. You know, like these are like two inches long. It's a bush. Yeah, like but what again, would you do? Like that's like, a mess, right? Yeah, like my line is like that's not that hard of a mess to clean up. Like I don't know, like it's like gross, but like you just sweep it up or throw it in the trash or something. No, like but that, it's in know? the urinal, like. You just flush down the toilet and it goes down, right? Or well, some of the urinals. Us kids got don't do the urinals. Do the urinals old. have a waterfall from the top coming down? Because I think it's only the sometimes. Bottom. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, just like take your rag, wipe it up. Like, like I don't know. Like, would, I, would that be like the craziest thing you might have seen in the bathroom, though, or no? I mean, like, I like I've seen some pretty wild stuff, dude. Like, like kids throw up, dude. There's like chunks, and that stuff's nasty because you gotta like sweep up. But that's you like have to sweep up the people pee- throw yeah, up, like, yeah, you know. But like, like people don't cut their pews in the bathroom. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, I don't that's, know. I don't know. That's wild. Like, is that have you have you seen anything crazier than that before? <sighs> Where it's like out so out of place, but like makes sense. Like the weirdest thing is like 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 kids just don't flush, and they just think, oh, actually, okay. So one time, uh, I like got this call that there's a mess in this bathroom, right? And I walk in, dude, and homie was not having a good day. Because he, like, you can tell he pooped in the bathroom. But, like, like I'm not sure how powerful it was. Because it, like, on the toilet bowl, got on the seat, got, like, around the seat. And I'm like, <laughs> Holy I'm, like crap. okay, was homie scared to sit down? And he was just doing his standing up or something like that? He must have hit leg day before. And oh, just, my God. Just couldn't sit down. Sit, you know? Yeah, like, that one's, like, an accident. And I understand that, so it's not that crazy. But, like, But I, did he, did you clean it all up? Like, that was, yeah. and what did you, what, when you do something like that, do you just breathe through your mouth? Like, what? I mean, I'm, like, like I can hold my breath for a solid, like, a minute and a half, and then I'll go back out and, like, breathe again and come back in. But, like, like I don't know, like, again, I just don't get grossed out by that much stuff. But the grossest thing is that same situation. And I finish, like, I finish cleaning that mess up, and I'm like, it still smells like crap in here. And I walk in, uh, and in the trash can, this kid's underwear, dude. Oh, just, just so I'm like, there's some poor seventh grader going around commando, dude. I'm just not going to lie. I've done that before, too. You go on commando? Let's see. I was probably in, like, sixth or seventh grade, and I had insane stomach. I had an insane stomach problem that week or something. What's the psychology behind, like, pooping your pants? Because I've never pooped my I didn't, pants. I didn't mean to poop my Like, it was like, I could, it was all liquid, you know? Like, it just came out. Yeah, like, wow. like and so I so I had to like, go I had to go to the bathroom and clean my off. clean myself up and I just threw the underwear in the trash like what are you supposed to do you can't flush it okay actually so I remember uh, first grade is when I lived in Texas 
is like when like I'd wear like the, like the basketball pants, you know, just like the soup like the dry fit kind of yeah. pants, and like I had to take I had to go to the bathroom super bad, and like I kind of untie my pants in time, and so I just peed my pants, and they're like dry fit, so they were just soaked oh, gosh, the dude. rest of the oh, day and gosh. just reeked of piss. And, but like, they're they, dry fit; they're not even supposed to. They, sweat, they, they, were, they were like dry. They're just like the sports materials. Oh, okay. so they really dry up like super quick. But they, I just remember like it just reeked in our like classroom because of. You like, didn't say a thing either. I'd say a thing. <laughs> like, I was just like I was like so embarrassed like to say anything, and the kid. I next feel like you. I've, I've seen some of my siblings when they bring friends over. Like it does smell like straight up piss. <laughs> oh, like. I remember the kid next to me. The <laughs> like, kid next to me kept like, saying, like ten year olds. Like I'm like, oh man. I think my teacher finally realized because the kid next to me kept saying something. He's like, bro, it smells like like it smells like pee in here, you know. And the teacher finally came over and like kind of like sniffed around our desk and like I think she realized like I just like totally pissed my pants. In first, this was first grade. Yeah, like first grade, like I didn't get any of it in the toilet. Like I didn't even get my pants off. Like it was all in my pants. Yeah. And so I remember, like, I went home that day. It was just, like, soaking wet pants. Interesting. I feel like yeah. first graders can't tie their shoes, but you didn't even know how to untie your pants. Yeah, I could untie my pants. They were too tight. Like, I tied them way too tight that morning. Oh, my gosh. Like, just the, the classic, like, triple knot. You just keep going. I just, like, oh, couldn't get like, Okay. So, I think we were either 12 or, or, like, 13, okay? And we went camping for, like, Boy Scouts, right? And... I was laying in my sleeping bag, and we were, like, in the middle of nowhere, dude. It was so scary. I'm, I'm freaking scared of the dark. And it's, like, 2 a.m., and I have this really big urge to pee. And I'm like, dude, like, I am not going outside because, like, I have no idea where, where like, my shoes are. They're outside the tent, stuff like that. So it, like, got so bad. I was sitting there for, like, 45 minutes deliberating on if I could hold it or not. And then it just it just seeped out. I just peed in my sleeping bag. And I, and then oh! Then, <laughs> holy and then, crap! And then I just sleep in it the rest of the night, dude. The rest oh. of the night. Okay. Garrett, what's one piece of advice you'd give to people who don't want to shit their pants? Well, I'm just thinking of Chase's story. Like, he just should have worn those breakaway pants. He's talking about untying the knot, dude. Just imagine that that, that satisfaction of going to sit down. And you just, That's true. I think I think there's some level of uh, preparedness, you know? Yeah. Like, you should have known, you know? Yeah, I should have known, honestly. You should have practiced in the morning untying your pants as a first grader. Okay, so, Chase, if you had one piece of oh, advice man. for um, the children in China manufacturing <laughs> Samsung remotes, right. what would that be? I mean, they probably made these Jordans, too, so, I mean, thanks, guys. That's but that's not fun. advice. Keep like, up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing great. Thank you. you do, yeah. um, I don't know, honestly. I mean... I mean, there's something, I mean, like, dude, they're slaves, so, like, you're not, are you not going to tell them to escape, like? It, I mean, have they seen, like, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, you know? Like, when they, like, the kids, like, hit their chains off? They yeah. can't stop you all, that's all I'm saying. That's true, that's true. So, I mean. <laughs> Comparing the Chinese slaves to, like, Area 51, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like, Area 51, like, like the, an animal the, prison escape. Yeah. <laughs> dude. The, the, what are the, the Kyles, you know, that drink Monster Energy drink, those were the front lines for the area 51 there. like think about how they perceive the world because if they're a child slave they've been doing that since they yeah. can like remember dude like like that life has to be the worst life on earth well you'd think that they would enslave grandparents you know well the thing they is a lot of those like but the, I'd say a grandparent can work just as hard as a 10 year old but the thing you have to remember is a lot of those countries like that kid's making a good portion of their family's income that's also uh, very true. But, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's, like, 
I'm not, like, saying it's okay. Like, it's awful to have kids at that age work that much. But, like, in a lot of those countries... I mean, they're kind of on the grind, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean... Like... I'm not, per, I'm not, just, capita, I'm not justifying capita, it in any way at Per all. capita, they might be, you know, making more money than us. Well, I think about that question. Would you rather have a million dollars today or a penny that doubles every day? You know, like, those slave children working for, like, a penny every single day. They're going to be making more well, than that's us. the thing is, like, that's, like... <laughs> but... <laughs> Gosh, if they invested properly. <laughs> okay, Garrett, here's, here's my Oh, question. here's my advice. Okay, is yeah. learn how to stock trade. Just, <laughs> just tell them, like, you know, put that... I would subscribe that, to Hustlers University. Put a couple of those, put some of those pennies into some stock. Okay, Garrett, my final question before we end this is, uh, if you had to go in to these camps and save these <laughs> slave children, you know, from making these Jordans and stuff, what would be your tactic, you know, like, treat it like Call of Duty, how are you getting in there, how are you taking out the, um, owner, the boss, you know, um, how are you, how are you, how are you pulling these kids out? I feel like you have to have, well, what loadout does he have? But, I mean, that's, he gets to choose. Sawed off 725. Sawed off 725. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 725. But, like, you have to have an inside man for that to work, because, like, a lot of these, ch- like, like, but the, none of them are man, that's, that's exactly, all, but, like, Again, going back, like, what's their perception of the world? Like, that's all they know. That might be comfortable to them to the point where, like, like I bet they brainwash them to be like, oh, kill the outside world sucks, you know? Okay, if there was a draft right now, do you think our 18 to 24-year-old pop- population could have won World War II? If I was leading them, yes. With all of our COD and Fortnite tactics that all of us are knowledgeable of, I think so. That's that's true. Imagine going through Belgium and you're just, like, trying trying to build... Night, Here's the thing. I got really proficient at I got really proficient at um, build, and then I went down to zero build. Oh my and God. I feel like going to war would be like also like yeah the next step to be like well you were really good at building now you're good at just like walking around and shooting and now you now you're really good at sitting in trenches you know it's like honestly if, you if you're good at building then you're probably if good playing at... Fortnite is harder than fighting in a war yeah. right. I would say I so know. because it's all it's in a war it's you win or you lose you know you, you die or you stay alive but in Fortnite it's like way harder because yeah like cause it's infinite. What's more impressive, tier one hundred on the battle pass or a purple heart? <sighs> well, it depends. It depends, depends on my, it depends on my loadout too. Okay, season four battle my pass average loadout. Who was the top of the battle pass? Was that the John Wick one? No, that's season three. I think was that the superhero one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season four, season four was like the um, the um, the Omega or whatever that guy's name. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. There was like the the blue dude, and he had a villain who was like the black red guy. And you could like keep upgrading him. Think of how much we've evolved, though. Like, I would have definitely gotten the Medal of War if I was or uh, the Medal of Honor if I was fighting in like the American Revolution. If he gave me a Cobra DMR from Fortnite and my AK forty seven loadout from COD. Okay, well, to be fair, to be th- think about this. Think about this. Okay. Um, you hear about, um, the American Revolution, right, and how going to lines, right, like, the British would show up and the, the, and the Americans would all show up to the field and they would get in the line. Yeah, they get, like, the line. And they would take turns. Respect, yeah. They would take turns, you know? like chess. I wouldn't play, I wouldn't play that way. I'd play dirty. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be sitting on top of the tree with my musket. I've never understood that. That's how the Americans won. They're just, like... They're just like standing there, like waiting to be shot. It's like, all right, let's see if. I know, but but it was a, it, it was a novel concept even to the Americans, though. You know what I yeah, mean? But like, to me, it's like, like I got this. The entire world 
fought that America was playing dirty with the American Revolution because we weren't like doing the honor of battle stuff like that. But like you're right. Like I think I I could have. I mean, we're undefeated. Like Vietnam. War of eighteen twelve. That's true. Okay. Like besides those, we don't count those. But like, but like, like you think too of like how they thought back then. Like I would have probably been over George Washington because I can bench more than him. Wait, we didn't lose eighteen twelve though. They kind of burned down the capital. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we lost. We, it's not like they took over the country. Yeah, they take over the country. Last time I checked, we still have all the 13. Okay, but like we lost Canada for that one. I don't know. Canada's okay, Canada. but like... But Canada wasn't even one of the hey, Canada's colonies. a homie. Canada's a homie. Well, yeah, because the queen died now. But like, using today's society, like... Like, Bleacher Report, House of Highlights would only show them burning down the capital, not us winning the war. So That's true. would be like, yo, like, U.S. weak. It would be an attention thing, you know? That would dictate the war being won. Whoever had the most propaganda. subway surfers at the bottom of their propaganda. That's true. That's true. I, I don't know, dude. They're just, like... I don't know, man. It's a lot of key factors that go into it now. I feel like the hype culture would allow us to win... Like, I, I could solo the Revolutionary War against the British. I think so. With their guns. Yeah. Yeah. With, with their guns? Yeah. I mean, I've just seen so so many war movies. I've watched Star Wars Rebels. Like, he commits... Chopper, the the droid, commits a lot of, like, war crimes. I know how... Have you been Assassin's Creed 3? No, I've never played an Assassin's Creed. Yes. I've been that game, so I have, like... I I know what happened during the American American Revolution. Ah, yes. So, I feel like I... It's a very exact replica of her in that game. But think about it, too, like... Like, I know more about the American Revolution than, like, George Washington probably did, because he was only in one area, but, like, now I can study it thoroughly. Hey, don't be disappointed, boy. Okay, well, here's here's one. Here's, if you were sent back all alone to try and win the Revolutionary War all by yourself, okay, okay. what would be your tactic? You you can bring modern-day technology, but... Oh, I'd just sit in a tree and snipe. Dude, that's all you would bring? You'd or, just bring or one sniper? bring a freaking tank. Like, I know, but you got to think there's literally, like, tens of thousands of British here, like, they have to take down. I would be... Here's what I... Here's, Hear me out, okay? I would bring one of those massive drone sets that make those lights, you know, they do at like Disneyland and stuff where you can make faces and they would think I was a god. Taunt them. That's what I'm saying. I would taunt them. I'd be like, if you you attack me, um, the devil will take you, you know? And I think that would scare the fear of God into every British soldier. true. Yeah. If you could appear to be a god... I think that's the way to go, is use the drones. Just like how they talk about using those drones to contact, uncom- to, to make first contact with these tribes who haven't seen anyone else yeah. in thousands of years. Yeah, that's true. How come we haven't colonized that? Like, when did colonizing become uncool? Yeah, because you got to think they don't have iPhones, which is, like, imagine, not cool. Imagine living in a world where you don't know... Like, like, they don't even know about Angry Birds. Like, Doodle Chomp. Not know. only that, they don't know anything about, like, well, how does this Joan of Arc or Amelia Earhart yeah. or... How does this, but, and how does it affect LeBron's legacy, you know? Oh my gosh. Well, it's just, it's like another hundred people that don't know anything about him. That's yeah. how we settle the GOAT debate, is we ask them, we just show them a picture, who's better, LeBron <laughs> or MJ, and then they point to it. Yeah, because it's unbiased. That's true, that's true. LeBron or who? MJ. Personally, I'm Tim Duncan... That's a very, very... That's respect. A very... Well, you're, a, you're a Spurs Timmy fan, D, right? baby. Like, that's a very, very hot take because he's not flashy. I'm Team Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer for that. 
Dude, he was the best thing that ever happened to the NBA. So. Yeah, you learn Chinese. Time to learn Chinese, buddy. That's my favorite meme going on. <laughs> what if this is Kyrie's plan? Like, oh, like he wants to go to China because he hates like the West so much for like, colonization. I can see that. I can see that. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for wow. tuning in. Um, it's a pleasure to have you, Garrett, as our special guest. And Le- Chase. Legal reasons. This was all a joke. Wink, wink. Okay. None of the characters talked about or depicted in this episode are real. Um, and anyone who looks similar, it's just a coincidence. Yes. Thank you, Chase, for coming again. Of course. Happy to be here. Pleasure. All right. Thanks, guys.